You're listening to the podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. This message is from our Sunday morning service and a series of special meetings with missionary evangelist Dr. Guy Pei. To learn more about us or hear the rest of the meetings, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Well, you ready to get blessed? You ready for God to do supernatural things? It's going to be, you know, we know, uh, I, we were, I was given give a real hard time because, you know, he didn't come last year, but, uh, you know, he told me it's my fault, and it was. So, uh, but I have to give him a hard time. Anyway, I love him dearly. He's such a, uh, he's a man of peace and a man of God and a blessing. And if you've never heard of him, uh, he preaches. He, he seems like he's yelling at you, but he's just shouting. He's just having a good time. But I love him, and I love him because he has a, has a spirit of God on the inside of him, and God's going to speak words of life. Amen? And, uh, you know, he's half the man he used to be, as you can see. Hallelujah. <laughs> but that's okay. It's good. It means he's nimble and lean and ready to go here. But before he comes up, for those of you that have never heard about his ministry, we're going to show a little video here, and then we're just going to turn him loose and let him go. You know, he's got a whole hour here to just preach, pray, prophesy, cast out devils, and all that kind of good things. Amen. So go ahead. Let's roll that video. Reconciliation Ministries International presents World Missions. No one has the right to come to this world and leave it the way he or she found it. Dr. Gee and Elka Pei have answered the call, preaching the gospel of power in more than 100 countries. Their vision is the world. Their passion is for souls. Their mission is to equip believers, training them in the supernatural, teaching them how to display the championship quality of Jesus in every area of their lives. As long as you stay aligned with the Word of God, something is moving in the spiritual dimension of the universe. And before too long, there's going to be interference between the spiritual world and the natural world. Natural laws are going to be broken. You are going to be healed. You are going to be delivered. God's going to provide for you. Something's going to happen. You're going to break beyond limitations. Dr. Guy and Ilka travel the world reaching this generation with the love of Jesus Christ, sharing the message of God's power, signs and wonders through church services, miracle crusades, leadership conferences, mission trips, training seminars, Bible schools, TV and media, women's conferences, social outreaches, and literature in different languages. His grace covers your weakness. His grace covers all what makes you nothing. His grace covers your shame. His grace covers your pain. His grace covers your hurt. His grace covers your betrayal. His grace covers your downfall. Why you can say, I am born to win. I am born to win. I'm not gonna call myself a dead dog anymore. I'm not gonna sit at home in self pity comparing myself with others. But I know that I have a covenant with a king of kings. God is confirming his word. The sick are healed, the deaf are hearing, even the dead have been raised from the dead.
With their social and humanitarian outreach, Dr. Yi and Ilka Pei help the poor by building water wells and providing food. They also help indigenous pastors around the world. They believe that as missionaries to the nations, we need to have more than just the language of words. We also need the language of actions. Through their marketplace ministry, they empower business people to be successful by applying kingdom and biblical principles in their business. Through their prayer ministry, they organize and mobilize prayer around the world through the Prayer Shield Network. You can submit your prayer request and you can join the world prayer team at www.yepay.com. God be the glory. Well, Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Jesus Christ is King. Amen. Well, it's such a blessing to be back here. Amen. Do you all miss us? Yes. All right. So I'm going to give a little uh, COVID hug to everybody. Just stretch your hands like this. All right. Well, you know, beside every great man, there's a great woman. Ladies, you're overwhelming me with your enthusiasm right now. <laughs> Let me try this one more time. Beside every great man, there's a great woman. Yeah. Much better. Thank God, for, you know, for my girlfriend. Uh, I put on Facebook, you know, some time ago that I was traveling with my girlfriend to China. And somebody answered, you guys been traveling together all these years and you're not even married? Yeah. <laughs> She's still my girlfriend. We've been married for 15 years. Glory be to God. Can you stand up so people can see you? Amen. Now, don't be deceived by the good looks. There's a tiger living on the inside. She's powerfully anointed. I thank God. And we have a daughter, Destiny. She's here at Children's Church. So we're, how many of you appreciate Pastor Mark and Pastor Pamela? Thank God, thank God for good friends, and, and I, I thank you for letting me come this time. <laughs> and, you know, uh, how many of you appreciate Pam just leading the worship? <laughs> Amen. Um, so, very quickly, I, I want to I talk to you a little bit about some of the things that we have in the back there. Uh, this, is a, this, is a, this is called the Evangel Cube. How many of you know that you're not going to take any of your possessions to heaven? The only thing you're going to take is your, the souls that you're going to win to the Lord. So this is a very, um, a very good tool to evangelize. It's called the Evangel Cube. So in less than five minutes, you can share the gospel, all right? So, you know, you're separate. You can say, can I say something to you? You're separated. You're separated from, from darkness. Uh, you're separated from light. You're in darkness. Jesus down the cross for you. He was buried. For three days, he rose on the third day. He created a pathway for you to go to heaven. He rescued you from hell. And today you can make a decision to either stay in darkness or get in the light. It is so easy that it would take a theologian to get you confused on how to use it. I mean, and every single time you have like arrows that shows you how to do it. Amen. This is uh, the beginning of the year. There's a wonderful... uh, a wonderful teaching out there called Get Your Life Back on Track. You know, if you want to set a tone for the beginning of the year, it's out there. It's available. Uh, this is a wonderful book. Somebody say, you too. You too. 
can be used by God. A lot of time people ask me, how do you hear the voice of God? How can you flow in the gifts of the world of knowledge? How can you move in miracles and signs and wonders? A lot of my secrets are in this book. So it's, they're no longer secret. They're open secrets. So you can have that. Uh, so, um, and then my latest book, Do It Again. We're going to start to preach on this one probably tomorrow. But this is a powerful book. You know, my wife jokingly calls it uh, Corona Baby, you know. Because during COVID, I was able to write this book. More than 300 years of research on revival. And I'm telling you, God wants to use you as an instrument for revival in these end times. Amen? All of you. Amen? So, you know, anything you're going to bow on that table, not only is it going to be substantial. Steve, can you, can, you, can you help me with all this? Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if you appreciate Steve. Yeah. So, none for years. He always comes to all of our meetings. Amen? Uh, so anything you buy on our table, you know, we have a social outreach called the Bridge of Hope. We go to all these nations and do all these wonderful things. But sometimes when you leave, people go back to their normal lives. So we have, we're building water wells, feeding programs. But right now, we're building a school in the nation of Senegal. And uh, anything you buy on our table is going to go towards Senegal. There's a little brochure on the table. You can pick it if you want to. You can take a look to see what we're doing. I don't know if you know that education is critical. If we're going to change the nations, I'm not going to tell you too much about Senegal. This is all on the internet. Uh, a lot of places were working covertly, you know, because it's the primary religion is not Christianity. But we're doing certain things to get, you know, to get in, in the culture and to be able to minister to people. So it's a tremendous opportunity to be able to change the nation. So not only you get great teachings, but you will be able to impact the nations. Praise be to God. Now, you know, I understand that uh, some of you have never heard me speak. And uh, so just, you know, the, I'm going to start slow, then the temperature is going to rise, and then there might, there might be an explosion. But we strongly believe in the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. And I understand that, you know, Pastor Mark, you know, Pastor uh, Pamela, they are my friends, but this is this is the this is the the ministry, and, and I have an ultimate respect for them. We understand that when the gifts of the Spirit are in, are in operation, that there must be a prophetic uh, protocol, a prophetic dialogue. Right? The Bible said that let one prophesy, let the other people judge. Right? And sometimes because of prophetic malpractice. Some people have been hurt by the gifts of the Spirit, and so they are closed to the, to, to the gifts of the Spirit. But I want you to understand that the gifts of the Spirit in the context of the New Testament are for exhortation, edification, and comfort. God is not here to embarrass you or to, to, to shame you in front of people. So when your number comes up, you know, um, so when, when your situation comes up, you know, you know, are we going to ask you, somebody just raise your hand like this. Just raise your hand. Is that difficult to do? It's not difficult to do. So, so I'm going to ask you to raise your hand so that I can locate you. The other thing is sometimes, and I'm going to point, I'm going to point specifically to a certain area of the building. Now, you may be sitting on this side and I'm pointing on this side. That doesn't mean that you're not getting ministered to. Like a lady in Dallas said, you know, you point on that side and I pulled the healing in my direction. So you can, you raise your hand, you know. But when I point in a specific area, it's because that's where I feel it in my spirit. All right. And if you're standing there, don't make me work hard. Right. 
There are other occasions where that will be pointing specifically to you if you don't want to raise your hand. The Spirit of God can do that. So this is, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of giving you a little bit of pre, you know, like before you get on a flight, they tell you, you know, in case of emergency, put your, first put your own breathing mask before you help the person next to you. The other thing is, you know, when I pray for you, I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath. Is this a new age technique? Is it like, uh, you know, Job 33 verse 4 said, the Spirit of God has made me the breath of the Almighty gives me life. That word life is translated recovery, healing, restoration, deliverance, revival. All right. Jesus breathed upon his disciple and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. Right. On the day of Pentecost, there was a sound of a mad rushing wind. Put your hand in front of your face and just take a deep breath. Yeah, you see, you can feel that. It's just like we're going we're gonna to take a deep breath when we pray for healings and miracles. And when we minister to you, we're going to believe that God's going to use your breath as a point of contact to receive the breath of God. Amen? Amen. And the word uh, cast out is the same word for excel. So we pray for deliverance also. And we ask people to breathe in and breathe out. And, you know, and, and we cast whatever is oppressing you. Praise be to God. So. Amen. Those are just some few things. Now, I'm just going to kind of introduce this here this morning. And we're probably going to finish it tonight. I'm, I'm in a prophetic vein uh, th- this morning. And then I, I want everybody to stand up. Let's stand up. Let's stand up if you can. Raise both of your hands towards heaven. Uh, let's make this prophetic declaration together. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you. I boldly declare that I believe in the supernatural. I believe in miracles. This morning, Lord, I ask you to give me eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to receive, a will to obey, and faith to act. In the name of Jesus, I take my position in Christ. And I take authority over every spirit that does not confess the name of Jesus. I command them to leave this place. And I declare that this place is an open heaven. The spirit of God is free to move. The angels of God are ascending and descending. They are going to and fro. To execute the commands of God's word. Preach Holy Spirit. Teach Holy Spirit. Prophesy Holy Spirit. Heal the sick God. Do what only you can do. And take all the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus. Can you burn with a shout and say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So, uh, Psalms chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. Uh, Lord, how, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there's no help for him. But somebody said this for me, but thou, O Lord, I shield for me my glory. And the lifter up of mine head. Hallelujah. That's something next to you. Lift your heads up. Lift your head up. Or lift your heads up. Plural. Lift your head up. 
Lift your head up. So uh, Psalm 24, this is the generation, 24, 6 through 10. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek his face, O Jacob. Lift your heads, O ye gate, and be lift up, ye everlasting door, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord strong in battle. It's interesting that um, in, in Isaiah chapter 6, when King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw a vision. He saw a vision. And he saw what I call throne room. Somebody say throne room. Throne room activities. In other words, there was angelical activities in, around the throne of God. And these angels were doing all kinds of things. And, and one of the things that he commented about was that he said these angels were saying, they were saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. They were saying, somebody said they were saying, they were saying to one another, so in other words, when, you, when you're speaking to somebody, you, know, you return to the person next to you, you will say something, right? They were saying to one another. Now, you have to understand that at first glance, when you read the text, it seems as if these were vain repetitions, right? Like we human nature, we get easily bored, right? Like if you turn to the person next to you and say, Psst, what? Look, big black man on the stage with a microphone. And the next time you turn around again, you say, Psst, hey, look, what? Big black man on the, on the stage with a microphone. You say, that's old news. I've already seen that. <laughs> right? So we human beings, we, we get bored easily. So now I want you to we keep, that, keep that in mind now. You have these angels that are in eternity where time has no beginning and time has no end. And they're looking at God every day. 24 hours, seven days a week for eternity. And they're still in awe. Some of you miss an opportunity to say amen. It was Charles Feeney that says that if Mr. Amen and Mr. Wet Eye are not present in the meeting, there will be no revival. And I said, if Mr. Amen and Mr. Hallelujah and Mr. Glory are not present in a meeting, there will be no revival. Some people come to church to pontificate. Some people come to church to spectate. Some people come to church, come on now, to speculate. But God is looking for some people that will come to participate. Come on, somebody. They were saying to one another, holy, holy is the Lord God of us. The whole earth is filled with his glory. What you see here is not some vain repetition. It simply means that by the time one angel looks at God, he sees a dimension of God's glory. By the time he turns around and asks the other angel to look, and when that angel turns around and looks, the glory has already changed again. In other words, the glory is never remaining, it doesn't remain the same. 
It's always changing. It's always new. It's always fresh. Glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. This is so powerful. I got an announcement to make this morning. No matter how much anointing you've ever experienced, there's much more where it came from. No matter how much power you've ever experienced, there's much more where it came from. No matter how much glory you've ever experienced, there's much more where it came from. No matter how much anointing you've ever experienced, there's much more where it came from. And God will match your problem with an anointing, with the power that will be able to open the eyes of the blind, to heal the sick, to cure cancer. Glory be to God. I dare you to join with the angels today and prophesy and say, Holy, holy is the Lord God of us. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Say glory three times. Hallelujah. Write down. Back, neck, back, neck, back, neck. You have issues with your back and your neck. Over there. Raise your hand. Yes. Just where I'm pointing. We have one, two. Raise your hand. You can be on that side. You know, you can pull it. We have a few there, but right where I was pointing. Glory be to God. Stand up. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take a deep breath. Mindroski voska. Escombrondi. Lesobra. Zimbrondi. Kisonda. With your permission, I'm going to touch you. Zibrondeska. The power of God is touching you, it's healing you on your back and your neck. And I hear the bridge on your left foot that's bothering you. You're, that's also getting healed right now by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. You're getting healed. Hallelujah. Your sleep pattern has been restored. You only get a few hours of sleep every night. I see you tossing and turning. I hear the word burdens are changing shoulders. You are getting healed right now by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Touch. Heal. Thank you, Steve. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God. Take a deep breath. You're getting healed right now. Right on the center part of your spine. On the lower back. You have a pinched nerve that is pulling on the right side of your leg. That inflammation is getting healed right now by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, pressure on your front hair that is getting healed. Hallelujah. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. You're getting healed right now by the power of God. Hallelujah. I may not get to you, but raise your hand. The healing virtue of God. The healing virtue of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. You're getting healed. Your digestive system is getting ministered to Glory and Pentecost. It's not just your neck. It's not just your back. 
but your digestive system, it's been bothering you. You've been having issues. You're getting healed. Oh, yes, even the pressure on your front head. Glory be to God. The migraine headaches that come and go is cyclical. But it's lift. That which has come to afflict you is living you right now by the power of God. Ooh, the power of God is all over you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, you've been in a fight. It's a spiritual fight. And it's, it's been coming from every side. And you say, Lord, when am I going to get a relief? But there's a second wind. There's a second wind. That which has come to cause you to be wary. Even now, the grace of the Lord is moving over you supernaturally. He is the glory and the lifter of your head. Break through. Hallelujah. This is a turnaround season. Things are going to turn around. They're going to turn around for you, for your family. Glory be to God. Hey, in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Your immune system is getting ministered to. Hallelujah. What I see is like a battery that is, you know, when, when, you're, when your iPhone is losing juice, it's, it's getting low. <laughs> you go on a low, low, lower power mode. And you, it's almost like you have no energy to do anything. You're so tired and so weary. But here's the thing. You're getting filled up by the power of God right now. It's your back. It's your joint. It's your knees. Glory be to God, where the, the leg is joining with the hip. You got issues there in your hips. You're getting healed right now. Your immune system is getting touched by the power of God. I prophesy miracles, signs, and wonders. Receive your breakthrough now. In the name of Jesus, receive a touch of God now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now listen, put your hands, just raise your hands and say the healing virtue of God is working in me to produce a healing and a cure. Hallelujah. So put your hands on your body. Those of you that are standing, I rebuke illness, I rebuke pain, I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I speak to tissues, fiber, muscles, I command them to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Now, all those of you with issues with your, with your eyes, stand up. Stand up. Issues with your eyes. Eyes. Nearsightedness, farsightedness, astigmatism, floaters, blurry vision. Stand up. Stand up. Glory be to God. We're in the healing vein, so we might as well just stay in it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to do something for me. I want you to cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. Take your glass off, whatever. Cover your eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. In the name of Jesus. I speak to the optical nerves. I speak to 
hallelujah, to the retina. I speak to every tissue, every fiber, every part of your eyes. I command the floaters to float away, command the cataract to dissolve, blindness, go! In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to bring recovery of sight to the blind. The eyes of them that sin out shall, not, shall, shall be healed. I speak healing over your eyes now in the name of Jesus. Eyes be healed. Now. Cataracts, go. Nearsightness, go. Floaters, go. Astigmatism, go. Now. In the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Cover your eyes. Breathe in and breathe out. Cover your eyes. Breathe in and breathe out. In Jesus' name. Say, I believe it. Say, I'm not a feeler. I'm a believer. I believe. Therefore, I receive. In Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and say amen. Now, uncover your eyes. Now, I want you to do something you couldn't do. Try to read something. If you have one bad eye, one good eye, test it. Test it. Amen. Now, while they're testing themselves, all those of you with issues with your ears, ringing in the ear, deafness, partial deafness, whatever it is, stand up. Stand up. Let's go. Let's go. Glory be to God. This is called what? Signs, wonders, and miracle meetings, right? Thank you for your support. This is not a regular church service. Hallelujah. So cover your ears. Cover your ears. If you're wearing an earring aid, I want you to take it out right now. Cover your ears. Cover your ears. Cover your ears. And push very hard. Push it very hard. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. In the name of Jesus, I command your ears to be open, to be healed. I speak right now. To the auditory nerves, every tissue, every part of your ear that does not function properly, I prophesy and release the power of God right now in your ears. Thank you, Jesus, that you open deaf ears, you heal ears in this place today. In the name of Jesus, breathe in and breathe out. Dry out sickness, I command you. Infirmity, go in Jesus' name. I speak healing. I decree and declare that the healing virtue of God is working to produce an, a healing and affect the cure right now. Breathe in and breathe out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ears are healed by the power of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Right now, take your hands off your ears and... Begin to test yourself. If you had one bad ear, one good ear, close the good one and try to have somebody whisper something on the other ear. Like the woman that was healed after being deaf for 30 years in Ohio and her husband said to her, I love you. And that was the first time in 30, 30 years that she heard her husband. So test yourself, test yourself, test yourself. Okay, while we're at it, every other illness, if you need healing this morning, stand up. If you need healing, stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Glory be to God. We're going to take your hand, your hand. We're going to take your hand. Believers will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. So I want you to take your hand, put it where you need healing. If you have more than one issues, 
Put both hands on your chest. Glory be to God. Take a deep breath. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every sickness. I rebuke every infirmity right now. Sickness, even as Jesus spoke to the fig tree and it withered from his roots, I say, sickness, dry out. Dry out. Now, every tissue, every fiber, every muscle, I command in the name of Jesus, the infection, the inflammation to go. Shukebosa, ribondo si pambro, escunde, rescunde, riscomba, rescomba. Every heart condition be healed in the name of Jesus. Every kidney condition be healed. Every internal organ be healed. Blood pressure, diabetes, arthritis, in the name of Jesus. Hey, bro. I rebuke the sickness. I command it to leave your body right now. By the power of God, I declare that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is giving life to your mortal body. I prophesy miracles, signs, and wonder. I declare supernatural activation of God's tangible miracle anointing power. I command every sickness to dissolve in the name of Jesus. Loose your hold, I command you now. Here's the thing, begin to thank God for your healing. Begin to thank God for your miracle. All over this place. Begin to thank God for your healing. Begin. I'm telling you, begin. Somebody say signs. Say signs. Wonders. Miracles. Signs. Wonders. Miracles. Now listen to me very carefully. Jesus said to the man with the withered hand. What did he say to him? Stretch out your hand. So the critic would say, can't Jesus see that he has a weirder hand? But what, what Jesus was saying, Jesus was saying, do something you couldn't do before. Right? And when you do something you couldn't do before, that's you releasing your faith. And when you release your faith, my power is here to heal you. And that's exactly what happened. As the man stretched his hand, he was healed. You'll be amazed how many people get healed when we give this instruction in our meetings all over the world. Right now, I'm going to ask you, I'm not asking you to stop taking your medication. I'm talking about physically. In this meeting right now, every person that has received prayer, do something you could not do. If you're deaf, I command you to hear. If you have pain in your shoulder, move your shoulders. Move your legs. Come on. Close one, one good eye. Try to see through the bad eye. Move your back. Stood down. Do something you could not do before. Come on. Release your faith so that the power of God can move inside of your body and heal you completely right now. Everybody, let's do it. Let's go. And you can just say glory, glory while you're doing it. Come on. Prophesy to the atmosphere and say glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. How many of you have how many of you have done that? How many of you have done that? Wave at me if you've done what I ask you to do. Wave at me. Oh, good group. Wave at me. Now, how many of you have felt the power of God already here this morning? Raise your hand. Now, how many of you got prayed for and you did something you couldn't do before? You are already better. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. 
Now, how many of you would say this morning, you've already received a healing. The Lord has healed you completely. Raise, raise your hand, raise your hand. If you're healed, if you're healed, stand up. If you have been healed already, stand up, stand up, stand up. Everybody else sit down, stand up. And I want you to wave at me. Stand up and wave, stand up and wave, stand up and wave, stand up and wave. All right. All of you that are standing, keep waving, keep waving at me. You're healed over there in the back. You're healed. There you're healed, ma'am. You're healed. Wave. You're healed. Wave at me. You're healed. Yes. Yes. You're healed. Here. You're healed. 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 Oh, in the, in the booth, we got a healing in the booth over there. I love it. They work hard. Wave at me, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, all of, the Jews, all of you that have been healed, stand up. Come down here. Come down here. Come down here. Come down. I want, I want you to make... A big line. Stretch that line and face the church. Face the church. Make a big line. A big line. Let it go all the way around. Let that line, let that line go all the way. We're going to record your testimony. But go, go all the way. Stretch shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. And just raise your hand like this. Raise your hand like this. Praise God. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You see, let me tell you something. I, am, I, I never get tired of listening, of hearing what God is doing. You understand me? So these are signs and wonders meetings. So we are, we are going to, so we, we are going to take some testimony, but I want you to go a little bit fast, all right? Test, a testimony is not a preaching money. It's a testimony. Just give us a before and after picture. Amen? So don't touch the microphone, right? Because it is COVID, right? So I am holding the microphone. And if you're preaching, I'm going to take it away. Okay. Just tell us your name, what was wrong, and what got it. My name is Cecilia, and I have arthritis in my shoulders, and I'm moving them so good and freely. The pain is gone? Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you. You can go back to your seat. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. My name is Belinda, and I have a rash, and it's gone. It's gone. A rash is gone. Thank you. Thank you. Praise be to God. My name is Yolanda, and I couldn't even raise my arm earlier, and now I can. And my eye... this eye, I couldn't see good. It was blurry. Okay. And now I can see good. Okay, let's, let's do something. Uh, somebody help her with his glasses. Cover, 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 your, cover your good eye and just do what I do. Just do what I do. Oops. Now let's, let's count. Let's count. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, good. <laughs> Amen. Praise be to God. Yes, glory. Go back to your seat. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, I, there was no way to test it, but uh, loss of smell for a whole year and loss of taste and uh, diarrhea. So I believe I'm healed. No way to test that right now. So but I'm, standing, I'm standing, but Amen. I'm healed. Glory be to God. Yes. Uh, I have my ear. I couldn't hear well out of this ear, and I... Can hear now. Okay, cover, 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 cover your good ear. We're gonna test you. Just say what I say. Okay. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. Come on, somebody. The power of God is still all over her. 
Somebody help her. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just, just leave her there for a while. When she's ready, then you can take her. Okay, I'm just thankful that uh, I was able to hear. I have hearing problems, so um, I'm thankful for God to that. You had hearing problems, and your hearing is better? It's better. It's better. You're healed. Yes. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hi. I've had a back issue for over a year, severe pain, and it's, I believe it's gone. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Are you in pain right now? Are you in pain now, or are you not in pain? A little bit Amen. in the small of my back. Okay, move your back. Better. Move your back. One. How's that feeling now? Amen. You can twist. You couldn't do that before. Hallelujah. She can twist. Praise God. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Yeah, hi, I've been dealing with a frozen shoulder, and look, I can move it all around. It doesn't hurt, and I couldn't do that before, so hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. No floaters. No floaters. Floaters are float away. Amen. I've been dealing with my uh, right shoulder pain, and now I can move all the way. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. I have a swollen knee, but right now I feel better. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. I'm Vicki, and my vision, difficulty breathing, I mean not breathing, viewing yeah. up close, and I could read my small little book. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. It's God. Yes. Amen. Hi, my name's Juanita. I had floaters, and they're gone. Hallelujah. I don't know about all of them, but my right leg was in a lot of pain while I was singing, and it's gone. It's gone. It's Amen. Gone. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Hi, I'm Kim, and my knee, I can bend all the way down. Woo! It's doing great. I got it. Amen. 13 years ago, I blew a cold into my ears and I had 24-7 ringing for 13 years. I actually felt this ear unplugged. This one's still ringing, but I'm claiming that it's going to be gone. As well as when he was praying about the foot. Three. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So be it. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way. Test it again. Test Jesus. it again. Test it again. Thank you, Father. It's good. It's good. good. It's Thank good. you, Jesus. Amen. Thank okay. you, Jesus. Let's hear your testimony. And then also my foot. I had broke it on the 4th of July, 2010, in three spots. And he was talking about the left foot. That was the left foot. I had trouble with an inch of my um, leg going up on the count of it I lost and I just felt my foot relax. <laughs> so I, I thank God that he's intervening and that this is a true testimony of what God's really doing. Amen. And I thank you for your ministry, sir. You're welcome. Jesus. Amen. Come on, somebody. I, I have, uh, this whole month I've had some back pain, and I'm, I'm up here in faith claiming it even though I still have back pain. So, um, it, it, be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, right. It's the lower back. So, anyway, I'm, I came up here in faith. Uh, Lord, help my unbelief. <laughs> I believe, but help my unbelief. Be healed now. Stand right there. Back be healed now. Bo bo she pam bo 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 bo. Show mambasa. 
Be healed. Zimbro. Be healed. Hallelujah. Next one. My hearing. Your hearing. Yes. What happened? It's, it's more clear. More clear. I can hear. Glory be to God. You can hear. I can hear in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, but my big toes, they hurt sometimes. The doctor said um, arthritis. Um, I've been flexing them. There's no discomfort. Come on. Um, secondly, um, while he was, um, the man of God was praying, he mentioned high blood pressure. I believe I'm healed of high blood pressure. Amen. Too. Praise God. Yes. God oiled me this morning in my neck, the arthritis down my back, and I receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ. The devil's a liar. The cancer has no authority in my body. Amen. And I'm going to have a good report Wednesday, and I'm standing in faith. Amen. Okay, I uh, have trouble hearing, and you said to take the hearing aids out, and I put them in my hand, yes. and I can hear you. Wow. Look, show, 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 show the people that you're hearing. Look. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Good man. Amen. Good morning. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that it was going to be my uh, after effects from COVID that I just kind of got off of the quarantine. But my back had been bothering me for like a month now, just like a pinched nerve in between two vertebrae. And I actually feel like it's relieved. It's totally relieved. And I felt a warmth from my own hand, like it was somebody else's hand touching me. Amen. It's That's amazing. It's Hallelujah. amazing. Glory Thank you. To God. Thank Amen. You. Okay, when you started praying for the eyes, the pressure left my right eye immediately. Yes. And I'm believing the cataract's gone, and I'm also believing for all the other things that you prayed for. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. yes. My right eye is better, I know it is, and also ringing. Amen. And an overall tune-up. Amen. Amen. I, I receive uh, healing for, my, for floaters in my eye, and right away, as soon as you prayed, I checked my eyes, and I said, awesome. So I received that, and also my ears, you know. Uh, I've been having problems not hearing, but uh, just stuff that goes on and the doctor says it's because of age okay and I said no I don't receive that in Jesus name you know so anyway I believe that I uh, like the young lady said you know I receive healing for all the other things so. amen. amen praise the Lord amen. yes amen. yes amen. floater's gone Woo! and I received the other things that you called out amen yes <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> they said, the doctor said, I have glaucoma. I can't even pronounce it. So I am healed by the glory of God. Hey, hey, hey. In the name of Jesus. They said, I couldn't hear. But I can hear because the Lord is the healer. The Lord is high and lifted up. Everything that happens to me is to glorify my God. Ha, ha, 
that God be glorified and my enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Three days ago, I woke up and I was sitting because I'm moving, I'm getting ready to move, okay? And I was sitting wrapping things in bubble bath. Bubble, bubble, you know? In bubbles to protect the things. And as I was sitting there, I said, well, I'm going to take my, I says, well, I need to take off my boots. <laughs> my son says, yeah, I think so too. And so <laughs> when I took them off, all of a sudden, <laughs> I knew it was Satan. He, he touched my leg, and he made it so sore, I couldn't even lift it up three days ago. And uh, I told my son, I'm healed. God loves me, and so I don't have to worry. And all things are done for the glory of God. And I began three days ago. The next day, he, my son says, you should. He bought me a wheelchair, and I said, I don't really need that wheelchair because God has healed me. But, my, but be, to be submissive to my son, I said, okay. So I used the wheelchair. He says, I don't think you should do anything. And uh, no more packing. <sighs> and you know what? The next day, really, I was fine. I could walk. And I told my son, see, God's a healer. I don't need the wheelchair. He says, but I think you better stay in, in it because you are, you just uh, go along doing things you're not supposed to do. But if God is for me, who can be against me? Amen. Praise be to God. Okay, you didn't mean to preach, but that was good. You can go back to your seat now. Uh, arthritic hip. I lost my jump shot. <laughs> and I haven't been able to tie my shoes in three years. So when I was over there, I put my foot up on the chair and I was going to tie my shoe and discovered I don't have laces. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm, I'm the one that Jesus loved. When I sleep at night, my neck and head tighten up and I received my healing. Yes, praise God for healing, and I'm a great believe I received everything you spoke over, and uh, I'm perfect in my spirit, and uh, that annoying hissing in my ears, well, it can't come back. I just know that. Everybody say, Jesus is the healer. Let's give the glory to God. Come on. Amen. So, I'm just going to introduce this here. Glory be to God. Are you glad you're here today at the Signs and Wonders and Healing Meetings? So do you know anybody that needs healing, that needs a breakthrough? We still have Sunday night. We're just, we're just warming up. We still have Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. So you should, you should be, you know, going on social media, invite your friends, share the... The advertisement of this meeting, text somebody, call somebody. Amen? Amen. Healing is, is for free. You know, Jesus already paid the price. So, you all should be inviting people. Amen? Amen. So, let me just kind of introduce this concept here today, and then we're going to really dive into this probably tonight. Now, listen, exceed Jesus, and 
I see Jesus are two conflicting approaches in Bible study. Exegesis is the exposition or explanation of a text, of a text based on a careful objective analysis. The word exegesis literally means to lead out of. That means that the interpreter is led into his conclusions by following the text. The opposite approach to scriptures is I see Jesus, which is the interpretation of a passage based on a subjective, non-analytical reading. The word I see Jesus literally means to lead into, which means the interpreter injects its own idea into the text, making it mean whatever he wants. Like the preacher that was talking about the fact that a man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves and started to say that you always get in trouble when you go down. But actually, when you look at a geography, Jerusalem is up here on the hill. Right? And Jericho is down there. There's no way to go from Jerusalem to Jericho without going down. So when the Bible was talking about a man going down from Jerusalem into Jericho, the Bible was not talking about morality, but it was talking about, it was talking about the topography of the geography. So when we preach from the Old Testament sometimes, Old Testament deals with descriptions while New Testament deals with definition. It's very, we have to be very careful in the way we apply the truth. All right? Why is it important to, to give contextual preaching, given the text and then the application? Sometimes we can get stuck into our biblical and spiritual analysis and miss out on the flow of the prophetic word that God has for the now. Because it's interesting, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 12 says, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put to you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know, ye know them, and be established in present truth. Somebody say present truth. Not yesterday truth, but present truth. Jesus said... Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And the word is still proceeding. Abraham, go kill your son. That's the word. But as you get there, there's a next word. The present truth. Not yesterday, but the present truth. Don't kill your son. Hello? Hello? But if Abraham is stuck in his exegetical analysis and he is not open to the prophetic, he's going to miss the present truth. Bishop Wright, Bishop Wright, the father of the Wright brothers, was attending a conference. And during that conference, a man got up and began to prophesy that he saw a vision. Where man, there will be coming a time where man will no longer ride on horseback to preach the gospel to the world. But that they will be flying. 
And Bishop Wright got up and he protested. He protested and said, heresy. And he said, first of all, there's no place in scriptures where man, it says what men will fly. And he said, if God wanted to men to fly, he was, it was going to give them wings. So based on his exegetical approach, come on, he had a yesterday word, but not an hour, not a present truth. And only to know that his own kids, that he drug out of that meeting where he was upset because of the heresy. They received the download of a prophetic, come on, revelation, and they're credited for inventing the airplane. Come on, somebody. Don't get so stuck up in your religious routine until you miss what God is trying to say to you. Now, I said all of this to say there is a word for this season. The last three years, ever since COVID, we, the body of Christ, have taken a beating. And we've been hanging our heads down. And, and probably, if you listen to the media, they're not painting a beautiful picture for the months to come. Hello? But here is the word of the Lord. The psalmist is talking about the fact that I am surrounded by trouble on every side. And many are saying, there's no help for me. But thou, O Lord, thou shield for me. The glory and the lifted of my head. And Psalm 24, David is talking. He says, this is a generation of those that seek you. The Jacob generation. And then he says, lift up your head. Open your gates. And let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong in might. The Lord strong in battle. I came to prophesy that the word of the Lord for you in this season and the next season is lift up your heads. Open your gates and let the king of glory come in. In Joshua chapter 10, he led them at the crossing of the Jordan River. At probably the worst time of the year hello the river was at flooding stage this is where the statistician the expert will have said y'all have a wrong, wrong timing with this crossing based on the historical analysis if you wait, you all will wait a couple of moments even little kids will cross without any problems but you have to understand it's been 40 years since they were waiting for this breakthrough. And God decided that now was a time. Now was a time to cross over. Now was a time to get into the breakthrough. Now was a time to get into the blessing. In other words, he was saying, don't get caught up with nomenclature, definition, description, statistics. It's the outstretched hand of the Lord that is going to bring you out and help you cross over. I don't know who I'm preaching to. 
statistic may be against our future. Ah, they might come up with another variant. Ah, oh, don't get caught up in nomenclature, definition, because our faith is not based on debit or credit or human logic or human prediction. Ah, ah, 1 John 5 says, oh, oh, everything that is born of God overcomes the world and our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. The Lord is saying, no matter how low you've been, the money may be shrinking, the jobs may be ending, the prices may be rising, but the Lord said, lift up your heads, open your gates, and let the King of Glory come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong in might. Glory better God. He is the Messiah. The word Messiah is the word for anointing. And anointed. He has all power. Act 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He is still anointed. He still has the power over every yoke. Isaiah 10, 25, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke and removes the burden. The purpose of the, of the yoke is that whoever controls the yoke controls the circumstances. So farmer will yoke oxen so they can control the strength of the ox, the direction of the ox. Uh, the devil loves to work with yoke. He puts on people yokes of sickness, uh, yokes of discouragement, yokes of depression, uh, yokes of addiction. Uh, but the anointing breaks the yoke. Hey, she got to lift up your head. Thou Lord, thou shield for me. The glory and the lifted of my head. Well, I hear some religious people say, well, this is my cross. This is my cross to bear. This is my burden to bear. No, it's not your burden to bear. The only thing that you're supposed to bear as a child of God in the kingdom of God is to do the will of God for your life. That's the only burden. David served the purpose of God in his generation and then fell asleep. And that is not even a burden because Jesus said, my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. When you say yes to God, God puts a grace to help you do what seems to be impossible to others. So this is a generation that seek you. Now he talked about the Jacob generation. Jacob had a dream in Genesis 28 where he began to describe activities in the house of God because when Jacob woke up Jacob said this is none other than the house of God it is the gates of heaven and when he described 
that interaction, angels were going up and angels were coming down. So they were operations of power, administrations of the spirit, throne room activities, technologies of power. Hey, but then he said, it is not only the house of God. It is the gates of heaven. So the principle here, the house of God is the gates of heaven. So when God wants to get something through the earth, he's going to get it through the gates of the house of God. Glory be to God. And Paul began to shift things into a new paradigm in the New Testament where he says, don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? So God is no longer going to dwell just in the house built by the hand of man, but he's going to dwell in you. So I don't know why people don't want to come to church, but there's tremendous benefit in coming to church. But on top of that, when I'm saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, when I'm in Christ, I am the house of God. That means that I am the gates of heaven. And now the interaction between heaven and the earth will manifest wherever I go. I can open up the gate and the king of glory will come in. And who is this king of glory? The Lord strong in might. The Lord strong in battle he has the power to step into my circumstance with the anointing and the glory and miracles and signs and wonders are going to take place in my situation I dare you to shout glory three times shout glory three times I like what Job 4 and 4 says it says your word has put me back on my feet your word has put me back on my feet. Glory be to God. Oh, thou, oh Lord, thou a shield for me, the glory and the lifted on my head. It doesn't matter how low you've fallen. You're never too low to be, left, to be lifted. You're never too lost to be found. You're never too dirty to be cleansed. Ah, oh, you're never too broken to be mended. I'm here to prophesy to you in this season that God's word has the power to put you back on your feet. God's word has the power to put your finances back on their feet. God's word has the power to put your body back on its feet. Oh, God's word has the power to put your marriage back on its feet. Open, lift up your head. Open your gates. I'm going to need some water. And let the king of glory come in. So there are a few gates. That we need to open. Thank you. There are a few gates. Maybe I'm just going to do two. I have six gates that you need to open. Somebody say restore. Restore. Rebuild. Rebuild. God will give you. A comeback. After a setback. You just miss it. But that's the word of the Lord for somebody. For those of you that have lost things the last few years, restore, rebuild. God will give you a comeback after a setback. I'm here to declare that every setback, glory, better God, that which was supposed to be a stumbling block, it's going to become a stepping stone for a comeback.
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So he says, this is the generation. The generation of Jacob that seek you. Somebody said the prayer gate. The first gate that we need to open this year. To let the king of glory come into our lives. Is the prayer gate. This is a generation that seek you. Lift up your heads. Open your gates. And let the king of glory come in. The prayer gate. Somebody say the prayer gate. Oh yes. The prayer gate. Communication and navigation go together. Hello? When a pilot wants to fly an airplane, he needs to communicate with the control tower in order to navigate well. Hello? And sometimes a bad navigation is an indication of a bad communication. If the control tower says climb to 30,000 feet, I don't care if the pilot is spirit, he can't say, well, I was seeking the Lord and he told me to stay right here at 20,000. Hello? The control tower regulate traffic in the air and has a radar and knows the position of every aircraft in the sky. And so when a, when a pilot gets an instruction from the control tower, they don't argue with the control tower. Christianity can be compared to flying an airplane. And God is our spiritual control tower. And prayer is our communication that empowers us to navigate. Come on. He has seen your future. He knows where the enemy is hiding. He has everything. The eyes of the Lord are going to and fro around the earth. God already knows what is in your future. And if you will listen to him and if you will follow him, glory be to God. If you will open the prayer gate, glory be to God. The king of glory is going to step in your finances. The king of glory is going to step in your relationship. The king of glory is going to step in your circumstances. And he's going to perform his will. Prayer is the first thing. Prayer is the second thing. Prayer is the third thing. When I wonder if Mr. Amen has left the building. I wonder if Mr. Glory is still in the building. I hope it's not going to be one of those services where the rocks are going to have to cry out. I say prayer is the first thing. Prayer is the second thing. Prayer is the third thing. Prayer is the fourth thing. Prayer is the fifth thing. Where's MC Hammer when you need him? You got to pray just to make it today. You got to pray. Pray. That old song from the 80s. Come on now. Old school. I turned the calendar back on you. Come on, somebody. Pray. Pray. And pray again. 
It's not something that is relegated to some grandmother that is drawing social security and all she has to do is pray for her grandkids. I know you all like to say my grandma is praying for me. Thank God for praying grandma but it's about time that you start to turn those wheels of prayer for yourself. Come on. It's about time you have faith in your own faith. It's about time. Glory be to God. The one the first indicator for revival is when the church starts praying. Hello? When the prayer meetings are going to be filled of people who are praying, that is going to be the beginning of revival in this church. D.L. Moody says, every move of God can be traced to a kneeling posture. There's no such a thing as professional prayer warrior. Everybody needs to be engaged. When we announce that there is a prayer meeting, everybody needs to show up. Oh, one can chase a thousand to fight, two can chase ten thousand. They asked Billy Graham, if there's one thing that you regret in your ministry, what is it? He said, I wish I pray more. He said, I wish I pray more. You don't have to wish it. You can pray more. Pray before you get in your car and drive. Pray when you get on that airplane. Pray. And the old saying used to say, I plead the blood. Come on, somebody. Oh, pray in the Holy Ghost. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 says, When we do not know how to pray, ah, the Spirit helps. That word helps is the word sonante labana. It means to come together against. The word weakness. Because of our weakness, we do not know how to pray. It's translated which simply means infirmity, but it also means the inability to produce results. When we do not know how to pray, the spirit will son ante labano. The spirit will come together with us against our inability to produce results. The Holy Spirit is going to birth miracles. Jesus said to Nicodemus, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Flesh can only give birth to flesh and spirit can only give birth to spirit. Oh, that means that your flesh has a womb. Your spirit has a womb. You can be pregnant in the flesh, but you can be pregnant in the spirit. And some of you need to conceive what heaven is pregnant with I have not seen no ears heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things that the Lord has prepared for those that love him but the spirit has revealed them to us for the spirit search all things knows all things even the deep things of God your breakthrough it's already in the spirit it is announced in the spirit. It is announced in the spirit. But you got to conceive it in prayer. Nurture it in prayer. Birth it in prayer. 
Mondre scunde. Ascondre ba. Cubre scunda. Le sunde che su. Vrambunde che sa. Brancuti sipa. As you pray in the spirit, says the Lord, you're going to conceive in the spirit. You're going to nurture it in the spirit. And you're going to birth it in the spirit. As you open the prayer gate, says the Lord, I am going to shambrungi zimba. I'm going to step in in my power. Mundrika sata. And I'm going to turn that which has afflicted you. And I'm going to defeat that which has oppressed you. And I'm going to cause you to rise in my power and see my glory, says the Lord. Shout glory three times. Muskimba. Rinduska. Hallelujah. Is Ambrosita. Stand up. Let me minister to you. Hallelujah. There are things that have been on hold, things that you've been believing God for, praying. But this is the season. As you press in, as you press in, as you press in, I see this curtain opening. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I see this curtain opening. And I see the promise of God begin to be released in your life. Even in your family. Concerning those things that you have been praying and petitioning heaven for. Hallelujah. Burdens are changing shoulders. And the power of God is moving in you. Doing a new thing. The Lord said, I'm taking you into a deep place in me. And I'm wrapping you with my power and my love. And I'm causing deep things to call into deep things. And yea, you shall give birth. And yea, you shall conceive, and yea, you shall nourish, and yea, you shall push it in the spirit, and it will manifest, and the impossible will happen. Bruske, Sambroli, Rubescando, Ezobatisa, Harasote, Hallelujah, Gruskabasco, Izomba, stand up, stand up, Subra Casunte, Rescuntete, Pambrusa. It has not been in vain. It has not been in vain. As you have prayed and travail and pray and travail, it has not been in vain. Yes, Revelation 8, the prayers of the saints are being accumulated like incense in the presence of the Lord. But there comes a time where the angel of the Lord takes those incense, those prayers, and turn it back to the earth. And it becomes like lightning and thunder and, and, and glory be to God. And so there's a season of praying, conceiving, and nurturing, but there's also a season of birthing. But even now, you will birth those things. You will birth those things. You will birth those things. You will birth those things in prayers. Jumbrese. Ribondese. Ruskamba. Shibara, Risconde, Zubrande, Hallelujah, Zumresa, Rabasso, put your hands on your Muscambro, this baby is set apart for a great purpose, like Samuel, the ass of the Lord, Zumbriskunde, Lesconda, Yes, Cuba, set apart for a great purpose. Ah. Hallelujah. This destiny, this purpose.
Hallelujah. There's value. Cruz cabrosa. Like Esther receives a scepter. Emaskunde. The Lord has given you a scepter. You're going to walk in front of open doors. The time will be redeemed. That which was lost shall be recovered. Those things that were lost shall be recovered. And you will go forward. And you will walk through the door with the wisdom and the favor and the power of God. He's going to put a new rhythm in your feet. That which has come to afflict you in the area of discouragement. That which has come to cause you to hang your heads down. Even now it's been lifted from you. You will go forward with a new joy. You will go forward with a new peace, with a new strength, with a new favor, with a new anointing. And I release the power, the glory, brusqueta, the favor of God. Hallelujah. Somebody say the prayer gate. Prayer gate. I think I'm going to stop here. I only touched one. There's six of them. We have more meetings, so we're good. Amen. We'll come back tonight. Hallelujah. You know, there are two kinds of pilots when we talk about prayer. There are pilots that are, who are instrument rated. And there are pilots who are not instrument rated. A pilot... That is instrument rated doesn't need to see what's happening on the outside to fly the airplane. But a pilot who is not instrument rated cannot fly in the cloud. And you know it doesn't take too long for you to be disoriented when you are in the cloud. If you're not instrument rated, glory be to God. A pilot that is instrument rated whenever he's in the cloud... Glory be to God, and there is a storm. He stays calm and look at the instrument. Glory be to God. God has called you to be instrument rated. The instruments is what? The instruments are what? The word is your instrument. The Holy Spirit is, the, is your instrument. Your faith is your instrument. You may be in the middle of all adversity. They may come up with a new variant. They may come up with some new lockdown, but you are instrument rated. Faith, come on, is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Glory be to God. The word is my instrument. The Holy Ghost is my instrument. Glory be to God. The power of God is my instrument and this is what is going to take you this year. Glory be to God. From the beginning of this year to the next, to the, to the end of this year. Glory be to God. Lift up your heads. Open the prayer gates. And let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to give you an opportunity today, you know, to get right with God. We can be in these meetings. These are Holy Ghost meetings. We're going to be praying. Let the gifts of the Spirit operate and all those things. But you can be in here in this wonderful atmosphere. You saw eyesight being restored, ears being healed, different illnesses being healed. This is the work of Jesus. Jesus is here. But you can experience all of those things that Jesus is doing and not know him. 
knowing how to swim does not make you a fish. Thank you for your support. And going to church does not make you a child of God. Isn't that interesting that uh, John Wesley grew up in a home with 18 children or 19 children. Back then they didn't have television, so his daddy didn't watch much television. <laughs> Thank you for your support. And his dad was an Anglican priest and the mother put them through rigorous discipline. They had to memorize scriptures, pray fast. They study in the scriptures in Greek, in Hebrew, in the original language. And they were fasting. And so he went on to Oxford University. And as he was there, he started to do the same thing. They were meeting with other students. And actually they mockingly called them the Holy Club, the Methodist. And that's where that name comes from. They were not even saved, but they were praying, they were fasting. So at the age of 33, he became a Lutheran uh, a priest, an Anglican priest, and a Methodist priest. And he, was, uh, he, he felt called to come to the United States to be a missionary to the Indians in Savannah, Georgia. And as he boarded the plane, he noticed on that plane... Uh, yeah, he, as he boarded the boat, that's why they didn't have planes on that time. As he boarded, as he boarded the boat, the boat on that time. I mean, it's good to have a helper. Yeah. As he boarded the boat, that's the way they traveled during those days. Uh, he noticed on that boat that they had uh, some, some Moravians, particular individuals that were doing menial jobs on the ship, not even being paid, serving everybody else. Even when somebody was mean to them, they didn't respond in kind. And suddenly there was a time when there was a huge storm. A huge storm that hit the ship. Everybody, it was a huge wave that came. Everybody thought they were going to die. People were screaming. People were crying. And he looked at the Moravian. The Moravian was singing and praising the Lord. And after the storm, John came over and asked the leader of the Moravian... Weren't you all afraid to die? Weren't your children, your wives not afraid to die? And the leader asked him a question. Are you born again? Have you accepted Christ? And John Wesley said in his journal, I mumbled something, but I knew then that I was not saved. And here's what he put on his journal. He said, I went to America to save the Indians. But who will save me? Here's a, someone who knew the Bible back and front, who prayed, who fasted, and yet did not know God. Folks, it's possible for you to go to church, to read the Bible, to pray, and not know God. Knowing how to swim does not make you a fish. And going to church does not make you a child of God. But I'm talking to three kinds of people today. Number one, if you're here, you never ask Jesus to come into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. Number two, maybe you're here, you ask Jesus to come into your heart as, as your personal Lord and Savior, but you're not living right. Number three, you don't have eternal security. You're not sure that if you die today, that you'll go to heaven. The Bible says, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. This is what I call the miracle of transformation. 
And I want to give you an opportunity today to receive the miracle of transformation. I don't care what you've done with who you've done it, how long you've done it. The blood of Jesus has enough power to erase your old life and create a brand new life. Today, I want to pray for you. Don't leave this building after this glorious atmosphere of healing, miracles, signs, and wonders. Don't leave this building without having a personal, close relationship with God. So if you're saying, pray for me, I want to receive this miracle of transformation. Pray for me. I just want you to raise your hand where you are right now. Just raise your hand and say, pray for me. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, old people, young people. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Many hands. Let's all pray together. Let's pray together. Say this aloud with me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I repent from all my sins and I declare that Jesus Christ is my personal Lord and Savior. I receive the miracle of transformation. I will never be the same. Never, never again. I receive transformation in my mind, in my spirit, and in my body. In Jesus' name. Can you burn with a shout and say amen? Amen. Later on, we're going to be praying for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Please come back. See, sometimes when we have multiple meetings, people pick and choose. None, none of the meetings are going to be the same. One thing is evident is that we're going to yield to the Spirit of God and let God move. But if you know somebody that needs healing, somebody that needs a touch, get on the phone. Offer to drive them here. Amen. Share the poster of these meetings on social media. Be the evangelist. Be like the Samaritan woman. She went and said, come and see. A man will tell me everything that I have done. She was a great evangelist. The reason why there was such a powerful move when Philips arrived in Samaria, there was some groundwork that were, that were done there because of Jesus. Amen. So here's the thing. So we're gonna, I'm going to turn the, 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 the meetings back to Pastor Mark. At the end, again, I would encourage you to stop on a table. You know, help synagogue by buying something on the table. And you can get this. You can see what's happening over there. God bless you. Were you blessed this morning? Yeah. Amen. God bless you. We'll see. I'll be there. If you want me to sign your book, I'll be there to sign your book as well. God bless you.